All right, guys, welcome to the Off the Deck Podcast. I'm Oliver. And I'm Ryan. And we're going to talk to you all about our trip to the 2017 Masters. Yep. Uh, we were lucky enough to win the lottery, or yes. at least one of us was. We both entered. Two years ago. Ryan, of course, lost. And yeah. I won. I don't win anything. No. Nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Except a bottle of bourbon at the bourbon raffle. Oh, yeah, I did win a bottle of bourbon this year, but that's it. Yep. But so two years ago. We're at work, and Oliver like comes to my office. We work together, and he's like, Ryan, I won tickets to the Masters in the Lottery. And I was like, I don't believe you. There's no way. I check my email. Of course, I lose. I didn't win anything. And then I go into his office, and I was like, I don't believe you. You're messing with me. And sure enough, I pull up his email, and he's got tickets to the Masters, and I'm like, holy crap. This is awesome. You're definitely inviting me because we already talked about this. And yep, so I agree. I won four practice round tickets for Tuesday, and I agreed to give Ryan one, and so I had two extra tickets. And my dad's never been, my dad's the guy who even got me into golf, and so he came along. And then my older brother worked on the EA Sports Tiger Woods edition with the Masters, and I was like, Well, I know he would appreciate it, so he came along also. Yeah, greatest trip, <clears throat> trip of a lifetime. Yeah, but you're gonna. Drop some serious money on it. Yeah, if you do go, I do recommend bringing a lot of money because you're going to spend it all at the gift shop. That and your hotel. And your hotel, of course. Yeah, but uh, I guess we live in Louisiana, and so the first day we drove up to Atlanta and stayed the night in Atlanta, and we didn't really do too much up there. We kind of just stayed the night so we could make the trek the next day. Yeah. But uh, from there we headed east, and we stopped in Covington, Georgia, for a place to play around a golf at. Yeah, we played around Monday in Covington, Georgia, which apparently the Bridgestone has their ball plant at, but we yeah. we didn't even know this apparently, at the time. There's not too much in there besides the golf course we played and whatever it was yeah, called, Ashton Hills. We played at a course called Ashton Hills, yeah. and we had to get around in quick because it was raining and there was like a massive storm front, cold front coming through with a bunch of rain. And we ended up playing nine. We only we only got nine holes in before before the rain got there. But it was totally worth it. I mean, like Oliver said, we're in Louisiana, and our courses are all, eh, I guess boring and flat would be a good word to describe them. That's pretty much exactly how to describe them. Yeah. Somebody somebody from Georgia told us, like, yeah, the, the munis in Georgia that people don't really care too much about are, like, a top ten course in Louisiana. So... And that is exactly what happened. We played, we played, like we said, this Ashton Hills course, which it was about forty bucks a round. It was like a forty dollar round course, so not too bad. And the reviews on it were all like, "Meh, it's all right. It's an okay course. It's cool if you're in the area." And we played it, and it honestly would have been a top ten course where we're from. So yeah, absolutely, it was totally worth it. I wish we, if we go back, we didn't get tickets to the Masters this year for 2018. But if we do ever go back, we'll definitely think about playing there again and hopefully getting the entire round in yeah plus we can't really afford to play in augusta if you're gonna play in augusta during masters week you're gonna be spending four to five hundred dollars on a round of golf yeah we we can't afford that stuff yet maybe if we got a few sponsors but uh but yeah yeah maybe (laughs) we have zero sponsors so if anybody out there wants to sponsor this mickey mouse operation feel free but 
the the day we golfed is one of the days they actually evacuated the course. The day we actually went to the practice round was the only day they didn't have to evacuate the course during the practice rounds. Yeah. So we got very, very lucky. The weather last year was crazy. Like, Monday, evacuate the course. Tuesday, when we went, beautiful weather, perfect temperature, not a cloud in the sky. Wednesday, terrible weather, evacuate the course again. Mm. And, uh, yeah, when we were there, I mean, we well, saw... Well, I mean... Before that, we even went to, after, since we got rain out of golf, we got to drive to Augusta a little bit early. I do not recommend the Quality Inn and Suites. Yeah, so we stayed in a Quality Inn. It was terrible. It was also $350 a night. Yeah. But if you go and look at the reviews, they're like one star, if that. It is an insult to all other hotels (laughs) to call this hotel a hotel. Oh, but we didn't care. We were just excited to be there. Yeah, but we also got to go walk around uh, downtown Augusta, which was pretty cool. I mean, it's not the best and biggest city, but... On that same day, I think a tornado had gone through downtown Augusta. We had gotten there just after a tornado, apparently, and half of the storefronts were, like, ripped up. Broken glass where did in some we, places. Where did we go to eat? We went to some, like, burger. Uh, it was sweet, though. They had, like, alcoholic milkshakes. Good. Yeah, that was good. It but, was uh, They also had, like, local brews that, like, supported the veterans. So I was all for that. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to think what else we did after that. Oh, we went in, like, to some, like, dive bar. Oh, we did go to a dive bar. And the tornado had taken the power out of the dive bar, so you had to pay cash only. Because they had no power. Yep. Like, the AC wasn't working, but, I mean, the weather is beautiful. So it's nice in spring. But uh, there's no lights on. It was just dark. And smelled like crap. It smelled like crap. <laughs> but, hey, it was but pretty pretty fun. It is what it is. But, I mean, there's really not too much to do up in Augusta. I mean, you can check out the little downtown area. I mean, there was apparently a river walk that we didn't make it to, but... Yeah. I mean, I have a friend from North Augusta, and he said he hates it. He said Augusta sucks. But if you're not, but if you're not, that, it's, he's saying that if you're not going to the Masters. Yeah, I take it back. There is one must-do thing around the town of Augusta. Go to Hooters. You have to go to Hooters and meet John Daly. Yes, John Daly's RV is at Hooters, and right across the street from Hooters, basically not exactly, but they have all the tour vans, all the tour buses that. Uh, the equipment manufacturers park at and you can just look at them it's pretty cool stuff yeah i mean seeing all the equipment trucks are sweet but i mean john daly's pretty pretty hip guy yeah no he's a cool guy hangs out in front of hooters signs things i bought a flag with his logo on it that he signed yeah. oliver oliver bought a bought a photo of him smoking cigs with his american flag pants and he yeah, signed he, that he asked me he's like who do you want me to make this uh, autograph out to i'm like oh make it out to oliver <laughs> And he looked at me like I was a complete moron, and he hands it back to me, and it just says, John Daly on it. I'm like, all right, I guess, I guess he just doesn't know how to spell my name. Yeah, so if you're going for the first time and are a John Daly fan like we are. And my have, dad is not. Uh, we literally yeah. had to beg Papa Gary to pull that car over. We had to beg Oliver's dad to pull over so we could go see John Daly because we don't know if we'll ever see him again. We don't know. Mm. And, uh... It was totally worth it. We didn't eat at Hooters, but we were there for five minutes, and it was nice. Yeah, it's kind of shocking that there's no line, though. It's like, I kind of like got up there. I was just like a little kid in a candy store. I'm like, wait, where's John Daly? I'm like, where do I have to get in line to meet him? They're like, there's no line. You can just walk up to him and talk to him. I was like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah, it was a spur-of-the-moment thing. We didn't like know that was happening. We just so happened to drive by it. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God, turn the car around. 
Pretty much. He was under the Smiley Kaufman billboard. Yeah, Smiley Kaufman billboard, even though Smiley Kaufman was not playing in the field that year. I know. After being in the final group the year before. After being in the final group the year before, he did not make it. But it made a pretty nice Natty Light billboard. Oh, super nice. Right in front of right in front of Augusta National, like open uh, the gate to get in. Well, what's sweet about Augusta is like you would pass it up like without even realizing it. It's like yeah. Magnolia Lane's like tucked away, and the sign that says like entrance for members only is like tiny. It's only like a few feet big. Yeah, we we parked right there, took pictures like everyone else does. But yeah, you would never know you're driving by Augusta National because there's just giant hedges that like cover everything. Mm-hmm. You can't see it from any road. No. Yeah. And then, like, the back way was, like, pristine. I really wish we could have snagged some uh, grass from Augusta and planted in the I mean, backyard. The grass was, like, too nice to course. even take. I don't even know how you would. We probably would have gotten kicked out for life if we did. Probably. But, yeah. But worth it to grow a whole golf course? It honestly felt and looked like AstroTurf. Like, it was so, so pure. Yeah. Well... I mean, I'm trying to think. So the morning, we woke up at like 4 in the morning. Yeah. You have to wake up super early. I mean, it's it's worth it. Our hotel didn't even have like a shower curtain. It was bad. But we didn't care. That, well, I don't know. Yeah, we had uh, that wasp nest we found. We had like wasp in our room. It was, but, uh, it was phenomenal. I slept on an air mattress because yeah. I didn't trust the beds. Heck, I mean, it didn't itch that bad. <laughs> but it's all good. So you wake, we woke up at 4, Tuesday morning. Drove, drove to Augusta. Traffic was terrible, of course. Dro- drove through, like, a scalper army. Oh, an army of scalpers trying to scalp tickets, of course. So, I mean, people are making tons of money off those tickets. I mean, shit. I paid 65 bucks face value for them, and they were going on StubHub for five to 600 bucks. Yeah. You're lucky I like you so much. I know. I know, I know. But. If I if I win, I have to, I have to invite Oliver, of course. Yep. And sell me tickets at face value. And sell him a ticket at face value. All the tickets at face value. And if anyone listening wants to sell us tickets at face value, we'll gladly buy them from you. Yep, exactly. But, I mean... Few and far far between, though. I know it's very, very cliche to say, but the biggest thing that I noticed walking around Augusta National is the elevation change. Even though everybody says that, and this, it is 100% true, TV does not do it justice. Yeah, you better be in shape if you're going to Augusta. Especially if you do what we did. Instead yeah. of us, like, just taking it one hole at a time, going through the whole course, like, once for the whole day, I think we walked up and down the hill, like, five times. Yeah, we started, because, we start, well, first we started in the gift shop, which you have to do. Always start in the gift shop, rule number one. When you get there, it's like, it's like a freaking walmart gift shop and like the good thing is it's like after you pay like pay for that's been almost 900 dollars in that gift shop yeah but like you can like it's like a coat check you can let them hold on to your merchandise and you just snag it at the end of the day so you're not carrying bags and bags around with you the entire day i mean i bought everything i mean i bought the usual stuff i didn't spend as much as oliver i bought like a flag obviously a tumbler for the girlfriend um, a, yeah, a few polos. That's the only thing you can get for the girlfriend in there. A few polos, some golf balls, um, and just a ball marker, random random stuff. Of course, a towel, everything. Oliver went all out, and he got all of that, plus a poster, a jacket, even more shirts than I got. No regrets. No ever. regrets. I'm looking at, I'm going through the pictures right now, and it's like the Welcome to Augusta Masters whatever thing billboard. 
still dark whenever we arrived. Oh yeah, everyone, you have to get there when it's still dark, and there's a thousand other people there with you. Yeah, I guess we could put, we're going to post these pictures, and if y'all have any suggestions to what y'all want to listen to, we have an email at offthedeckpodcast at gmail.com. And I'm sure we'll eventually have like an Instagram and stuff to put up pictures. We have an Instagram, oh, we do? I guess. That's right. Off the deck podcast. We haven't posted anything yet, but if you want to friend request us, we're gonna start posting stuff soon. Send us a DM. What you like about the podcast? What you want to listen to? Any, any, anything really? Yeah. Well, I mean, whenever we first walked out, we walked onto the first fairway because, like, whenever the entrance <laughs> basically brings you to like down, the downhill side of the first fairway. The clubhouse is on top of the hill, basically. Yeah. And the rest of the course all is on the side of this massive hill. But uh, it's like we get out there after we drop thousands and thousands of dollars as a group. And uh, we see Phil walking with John Robb down the first tee. It's like, yep. as tempted as we are, we went there to go see Amen Corner. Yeah. And so we're like, you know what? We're going to make our way down. And, of course, you gotta, you got to like find the little... Sign, like the street sign thing with everything and those are actually surprisingly accurate yeah we had no idea where we were going but we're like alright start off we're walking Amen Corner all the way down the hill but, but um, and the easiest way to get there I guess is down number 10 yeah which is hang a left down 10 which is exactly what we did yeah. went down 10 and then of course Amen Corner probably has like the best concession setup there is and so before we went and posted it up for a little bit at number 12 we all got the Pimento cheese sandwiches, which I think are super overrated. I liked them. They're my favorite. No, I think the egg salad sandwich is better, but you cannot beat the super 2 to $3 cheese. If you like egg salad, egg salad, I'm sure is probably better, but I stuck with the pimento cheese. And what else did I get? They had ice cream. They had a cookie ice cream sandwich, which was all right because it's peach ice cream. Yep. You either love it or you don't really like it. I liked it, but... It wasn't my favorite. I prefer cookies and cream ice cream. Yeah, but then beach, but. after that, we went over to 11, which is, uh, I get, what is it, like white dogwood? White, yeah, white <laughs> dogwood. I have a, I actually have a picture of it in my office. And, uh, I it, sometimes call it white dog shit, but from the movie, uh, Step Brothers. Yeah, but. But, uh, we sprained a Paul It's my K- favorite hole because we, I have it posted up in my office. Yeah, I think the hole sucks. Well, anyway, we ran uh, Paul Casey and followed him through 11 and 12 and then kind of just hung out made our way to 13 looking through the pictures and then from 13 we hopped over we walked down 15 across I mean, you 14 could, down you could, 15 you could hang out in A-Main Corner like 12 and 13 all day yeah 12 and 13 is probably the best place to hang out all day if not like not like hole number 9 uh, Nine's pretty green. sweet yeah but uh, if I were to do if I were to go back I would go buy a chair. Yeah, I'll go buy a chair. First thing I would do is drop it right behind twelve T box. It was like surprisingly for it being a practice. Even like it was a practice round, but it was like all day there was like places to put chairs behind the twelve T box all day. Yeah, I mean it was just. But like, it was a Tuesday practice round, so it's not the busiest day clearly. But yeah, but I mean yeah, it's like you could just sit there and chill and watch people hit. The best in the world hit on the best hole in the world. Can't really beat it. It was actually my first professional tournament I had ever been to. I'd been to a web.com tournament at a at the Louisiana Open because I worked I worked at the course that they had it at. And uh, it Augusta and the PGA tournaments nothing like nothing like the web. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But and then looking through here, we kind of caught up with Rory and Curtis Luck. 
on ten or on nine, and then follow them down ten, down ten, and through Amen Corner. Yeah, Curtis Luck was that good amateur that year. But it's like unbelievable to watch Rory McIlroy hit a golf ball. Oh yeah, he smoked that three wood down ten, which is all downhill, that long downhill number uh, par four, and he hit that three wood over three hundred twenty yards probably. Yeah, I mean, there's apparently like if you catch it on the left side of the fairway, it kicks downhill, but. I mean, hey, I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> but, and then after that, we kind of followed Phil and Rom again on 15. And then later in the day, we followed Zach Johnson and Charlie Hoffman. And Ryan was rocking a, a Make Sundays Great Again shirt. Oh, it was it was a really, uh, it was fun. Zach Johnson's caddy talked to me for a little bit. Cool guy. Really big, long hair. Looks like Hodor. Looks like Hodor. Kind of. Not as much as Brian Harmon's caddy, though, compared to Brian Harmon. True true Hordor status. (laughs) Brian Harmon looks like Bran, or Bron. Bran, and uh, his caddy is definitely Hodor, carrying him the whole way around. Yeah. But, I mean, it was probably, like, the best golfing experience there is out there. Yeah. On on number one, didn't we run into a... We were watching uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, the young young British guy. Yeah. And we were hanging out on the sidelines. We were the only people following him. And it's this one guy. And the one guy is like, oh, yeah, I'm his dad. Well, like, yeah. Well, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew Fitzpatrick comes up and is like, this is like just us and then a random guy standing near us so we can watch them hit. And Fitzpatrick just picks up a, pine, a few pine cones and starts throwing them at this guy. We're like... And this guy starts throwing pine cones <laughs> back at him. And we're like, what is going on? <laughs> Like, like, do I do I throw pine cones at the golfers? Is that what you do out can, here? Can I at Augusta National throw pine cones at professional golfers during practice rounds? I don't know, but uh, turns out we end up talking to the guy like, oh my god, I hope this guy doesn't get kicked out and get us kicked out because they think we're with him. But turns out it was his dad, and they were just talking and chit chatting, and so we're like, whew, yeah, we couldn't, we definitely could not get away with that. I don't know. We should have tried it. Should have tried. Should have tried it for sure. Tested our luck. Maybe never be allowed back ever again. We'll probably never get back anyway. <sighs> Don't say that. Don't say that. But we'll get, we'll get media passes next year from this it. podcast. That's the goal. <laughs> Tell everyone you know about we're going back. <laughs> but uh, after that, we followed Bubba and Jordan for on 14 and then made our way up to the clubhouse. And then from there, we did the typical touristy thing, walked around, looked at the front of the clubhouse. Uh, across the street, you can kind of see the par three area. They canceled the par three contest. It is roped off, but I mean, it's definitely worth walking over to see. Yeah, you can look down the hill at it, but we couldn't obviously walk to it because yeah. still pretty sweet. And then we just went over to the range and practice putting area, and there was a ton of big names over there. We had Jason Day, Ricky Fowler, Jimmy Walker, Duffner. Yeah, a lot uh, of people. He's on the a big game. Irish guy. Big Irish guy? Yeah, O'Hare or something. Not O'Hare. Sean O'Hare, he's English. Yeah, no. Or uh, American. What's his name? Oh, well, big English guy was there. His name escapes me right now. Rory was there again. But, oh, we ran into Mark Crossfield. Oh, yeah. Other other internet golf sensation, Mark Crossfield. Ran into him. Took a picture with him. He was a nice guy. Really nice guy. Yeah, uh, he was short, but, like, incredibly nice. And I was like, I know he's here because I saw it on a stupid YouTube channel that Mark Crossfield is going to be... At Augusta National today. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that at all. But apparently Oliver's like, I know he's here. I'm going to be on the lookout for him. And we just so happened to walk by him behind a hole 16. Yep. And snagged a pick with him. He was a really cool guy. 
Maybe maybe we could play around with him in uh, England one day. He'll fly us out. Was Lof- it my, was lofty, lofty goals. Yeah, it's my, he, I, he was wearing a My Golf Travel shirt. Yeah. It would be nice if My Golf Travel sponsored us. You yeah. Know? We, we can help. <laughs> hey, if you want to travel, send us places to golf. We'll, we'll be of service. Yeah. And so then after all that walk... You could honestly not pay us and we would still go. Yeah. But uh, after all that, we went right back down the hill, back to Amen Corner, got some more beers. And then after about only 30 minutes down there, we were like, all right, we're going back all the way up to the clubhouse and back to the practice green. Yeah. But... If you have a Fitbit competition going on with any of your friends, then you should definitely do it that day because you're going to walk so much. Yeah. I think... What did yours calculate? Like 80 flights of stairs? And like 25,000 steps or something crazy like that. If you could go back to Augusta, what would be something else that you would do? Something else I would do in Augusta or at the Masters? Why not both? Something else I would do if I was there. I don't know. I did a lot. I'd probably stay in Atlanta and drive in early. Yeah. Stay in Atlanta. Just wake up at like... You know what? Just don't even... Eh, I guess you have to sleep a little bit. Maybe. I mean, you could, Just wake, leave. You could wake up at 4 and get there at 6. No, wake up I at mean, two. Wake up at two and get there at four. Yeah, I mean they opened the gates at some point. I can't remember what time they opened it, but I they mean, opened the gates at like we, six. We, I mean, yeah, but we lined up and we were only there like 15, 20 minutes. I mean, it was dark outside, but they still let everybody in. Yeah, and like they let you into where like the gift shop and everything is, but then they wait. Nut, like it's kind of like the doctor's office. You have a big waiting room, then a smaller waiting room. Mm-hmm. It's like that. So it's like they'll let you in. You can go to the bathroom, get snacks, go to the gift shop. And then they open up to the uh, the gates of the course. Yeah. You have to wait to get a chance to wait a little bit more. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't feel crowded or anything. No. And yeah. everyone's obviously in a really great mood because... They're at the Masters. They're at the Masters. No one's... It's not like waiting in line at an Eagles game, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm trying to think what else like, we need to tell them. I mean, bring a camera, security super type. Might as well have TSA doing it. But um, Oh, another awesome thing about the Masters, all of the volunteers there. You go to the bathroom, and you have someone cleaning every urinal and every toilet after every single use. Yeah. So, the to- for not like, my house is not nearly as clean as Augusta National. I would feel better sleeping on the ground at Augusta National than I would in my own bed. Yeah, you go, you go to the bathroom, and you walk in. Some, like, there's at least three people guiding you to the open urinal. Or toilet, and then once, like, then there's somebody standing there like, waiting for you to finish so that they can clean it afterward, and it's, there's like 20 people in there, just volunteers cleaning it up, which is amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, what it's awesome about it is though it's like mainly a bunch of younger kids. It was like, I was wearing an LSU shirt when I was there, and some guy came, he like, handed me a paper towel, he's like, oh, LSU, I was like, yeah, I'm going to school there next year. I was like, yeah. And he's like, yeah, they offered me a football scholarship. I was like... No shit. <laughs> so, I guess he's going to school starting. Uh, he might have been this year, but uh, true fresh, true freshman linebacker. Told yeah. me his name, forgot it, but big old boy. Yeah, it was awesome. Yep, 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 yep. But that was the most amazing part to me. Like I, like I said, if I besides the grass and the hills, if I could go back, I would definitely get a chair and drop it behind twelve. But it's not necessary. I mean, it's not necessary. I but I'm saying for what your I would do first, For your first time at the Masters, you don't need a chair. Don't go buy a chair and set it down and sit in one spot. You're going to want to see the whole course. But if we go back, we're definitely getting chairs. I will say this. We did make an effort to walk 1 through 18, and it is not easy. Yeah. Well, I mean... Not, easy, not easy for Oliver. 
shut up. But uh, <laughs> easier for me. But well, what it is, it's like where they route the gallery because like they have to cross fairways and stuff, and it's like then you get trapped and you fall behind. You get lost because yeah. they you can't walk on like half of the like course. Yeah, it's like only galleries will be on one side of the fairways. So you have to wait, and they it's just a pain. There's not a straight a straight line between one side of the course and the other side of the course. It's like all zigzag. And it takes forever. Yeah. But that besides that... And, like, uh, what holes do we really not get to see? Like, most of the front nine... We saw the entire backside. We saw the entire backside, but the front nine was kind of a little more difficult to see because yeah. it's... Uh, like, number four is really out of the way. Yeah, four is out of the way. I mean, we fought one, I mean, it's like you'll go down... Like, you'll walk down up one, pretty much, back up the hill to the green at one, uh-huh. and you'll be on the tee box at two... And then it's like on the approach shot, it's like you're on top of this huge hill and it's downhill to the second green. And yeah. then you're like, do I really, really want to walk all the way down the hill just to walk all the way back up this hill? Yeah. It's, it's like, I kind of don't want to do that. So I'll just hang out up here and wait for them to make their way back up on three. Yeah. But I would get some course knowledge, get to know everything. But I mean, Master's Trip was phenomenal. My legs were completely dead after that day, but it was totally worth it. Yeah, and and spend the extra two hundred dollars a night and don't stay at a quality inn. Even, I mean, yeah, I cannot stress that enough. If you're gonna stay in Augusta, you're gonna have to shell out money. I mean, don't stay is, at a quality inn. It is what it is, but I mean, if hey, I did it again, I'd probably stay somewhere closer to Atlanta, I or mean, maybe even in Covington. We could just stay in Covington. Even in South Carolina, stay somewhere. I don't yeah. know what the closest city is. I don't know. Columbia? But I want to play... I would want to go again, play golf somewhere else. Hopefully we can get there for a tournament day. Yeah, more golf. But they don't allow cameras on tournament days, right? Oh, you're right. But, yeah. I mean, I've seen... I've taken all the pictures I want. We'll post a bunch of good ones, but... Yeah. I mean... We can post We can post some photos to our Instagram or anything. I mean, it's just weird. I mean, another thing that I thought was, like, the course was a lot closer together than how they make it look on TV. Yeah, it's it's really bunched together, like, right in the middle of Augusta. Yeah. And, any, like we said earlier, anywhere in Augusta, you would have no idea there's a course there. Well, I mean, it's, like, compared to, like, some of the courses that we play, it's, like, that wind-through neighborhoods. It would just be, like, an isolated hole, like, trees on one side, houses on another. And granted, there's no houses on Augusta. But then it's, like, you'll drive, like, a two-minute golf cart ride, and then you'll be at the next hole. It's, like... You know, all these holes were pretty much right on top of each other. All these holes were right on top of each other, but it, it was still like you didn't feel too cramped. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it was shocking about how much smaller the course was for me. But hey, that is what it is. Can't beat it. All right, so that's it for episode one. Signing out again. I'm Oliver, and I'm Ryan. Thanks for listening to Off the Deck. <laughs>